haven't heard this one in a while. Thought we'd play something different for you there, Tom Korski. Spooky. <laughs> it is spooky. Do you, do, you, do you guys do anything for Halloween? Meet a lot of kids? Uh, no, uh, we're... we're a lot of bureaucrats that, where you are? <laughs> we're kind of out of that business now with the... Yes, for the year, the march of time. Yeah. But it brings back a lot of great... Well, math. hold on a second. Are you like, are you those people that you don't have kids so no one gets to enjoy it? Like you're just the dark house? Uh, no, they stopped coming to the house. Oh, okay. I, I guess the <laughs> neighbors got rough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They didn't like the raisins. Oh, they got to, don't go to that house. They give out raisins. Um, you had a lot of stuff today. Let's talk about this uh, internal polling that uh, the Privy Council did looking at the issue of Muslims when it comes to the lack of equity in their religion. First of all, why did the Prime Minister feel that this research was necessary? Excellent question, and also research that you would never do today. Uh, that's, I, I, that's how much the world changed on October 7th, mm. my opinion. This was done in April. This is an April 14th report. And that's an excellent question. Why would you have Muslim focus groups and ask them, what is it about Canada that gets on your nerves? The implication is that cabinet is casting around for grievances they would like to use in the next election campaign. I'm sorry to be cynical, but there's no other purpose to this polling. And certainly their Muslim focus group participants say, yeah, we would like more observance of five daily prayers. Are you kidding me? But this is Privy Council research, and that's only done for one group of people, and it's the federal cabinet, Alex. But they spent so much money. Like, it's not, by the way, not a small amount of money. Oh, no, this is under a, over an $800,000 contract with a group called the Strategic Council based in Toronto. They're a research company, and they submit these monthly reports, and they will poll on anything the Privy Council asks them to poll on. The Cabinet asks these questions. They want the data. Why would Cabinet want to know what it is about Canada that gets on Muslim Canadians' nerves? Why would they want that, Alex? Well, we saw what happened in 2021. They waged a very divisive election, got in with 32.6%. Mm. The implication is that's a winning formula. Yeah, no. It's, uh, in the long run, very, very divisive and very, very... Oh, it's bad. absolutely self-destructive. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, sadly, we all pay, pay the price for it, right? Um, I do think it's interesting. When it comes to Buffy St. Marie, and I don't know if you watched the CBC uh, episode on her... Uh, but certainly called into question uh, whether or not she was born Indigenous. And um, I, she says she, she was. I mean, I think there are lots of things you can pick apart for from it. And I think it's, you know, there are some people who are very angry about it. There's some people who just say, look, she's 82, leave her alone. But um, the federal authorities not commenting on whether she will have her Order of Canada revoked. I would have to think that this is a nightmare for the prime minister. He would not want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. It has to be revoked. She's not a Canadian. Uh, whether, you know, the indigenous aspect sounds like an argument, but citizenship is not an argument. That's a piece of paper. And this is a person. We, we On the face of it, this appears to be one of the great hoaxes of all time. But Italian-American electricians' daughters from Boston don't get the Order of Canada. In fact, there's a special carve-out for people who are not Canadian to get the Order of Canada. It's called an honorary uh, companion of the Order of Canada. 
And to become honorary, you're talking Nelson Mandela, mm-hmm. uh, Boutros, Boutros, Scali. <laughs> so uh, show business people don't qualify for that either. Uh, like I say, Alex, one of the great <laughs> swindles of all time, but this is very cut and dried. Uh, Rita Hall doesn't want to comment on it, but the wheels are in motion now. She was given an order of Canada that's preserved since 1967 for Canadians. This is the whole point. It's a celebration of Canadiana. So, so feeling, you don't even have to have the Indigenous, but it's just, it, like on the technicality alone, right? So the Governor General should have no... Like, absolutely. Yeah. No, if she wants to be adopted by some Cree band in Saskatchewan, that's her business. This is something else. These awards are supposed to go for Canadians. You know what? Maybe there's a a, a citizenship award in Massachusetts. That's none of our business. This is for Canadians, doggone it. And you don't get to fake Canadian citizenship. That's That's a problem. Yeah, no question. Well, we'll see what they do. We'll put this in the still-to-be-determined category. Meanwhile, uh, when you look at this, and these are the stories, Tom, that are so, so important, but they do get, like, glossed over because it it involves, like, figures that we can't figure out, right? Uh, But when it comes to uh, overspending and, and higher interest rates and the federal debt, and I'm sure eyes are glazing over now, our payments... Our charges have jumped 42% in just the last year just to service that debt. And and it adds up to just insane amounts of money that we throw at the door. Fastest growing uh, federal program. How's that for an achievement? Uh, the federal debt now is $1.2 trillion, headed for $1.3 very quickly, according to public accounts table in Parliament. Debt servicing costs, as you mentioned, Alex, up 42%, going up at least 26% again this year. Headed for $50 billion a year. What does that mean? Well, that means the kids' inheritance has been spent. From now until the end of time, you will pay $50 billion a year minimum to the bondholders on the 1st of April every single year for the next 1,000 years, unless you start making very painful service cuts and tax increases, which Cabinet has declined to do. This is what happens when you buy drinks at the bar and say that this is the, the, the difficult part, as Minister Freeland did. Spending the money is not the hard part. It's paying the debt off the next morning that's the hard part. We're not even there. But uh, debt servicing, you're talking now twice the budget for uh, Canadian national defense. Just going to the bondholders. Yeah. I know. I wish there was a way. I mean, and I'm sure there is. It's just you got to get creative in how you present it. It's like, here, how would you like a pharmacare program? There it is. That's exactly just the out presentation. The, and then throw it out the window. That's exactly the presentation. And the next time someone says, why can't we have a school lunch program? Why can't we have more funding for sick kids' hospitals? We say, well, that's the bondholders have the money. That's why. Ask them. And they'll say no. Yeah, it's hard to campaign on. But it's so necessary because we've got to get back to some semblance of uh, sanity. I just fear it's too late. Um, on that note, Tom, have a terrific thanks- oh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> a terrific uh, Halloween. <laughs> and you as well, Alex. No, I'll be busier because they do come to my house. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Tom Korski joining us, of course, with Black Locks Reporter. And, of course, online you can grab them. Yeah, it'll be a very busy, busy time in the neighborhood tonight.